0: I would like to just share now because we are breaking bread today and I want to finish on time. And after that, we can have the announcement on the offerings, please. Could you Exodus chapter 33, please? The book of Exodus 33.
1: Then the Lord said to Moses, depart and go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saying to your descendants, I will give it and I will send my angel before you and I will drive out the Canaanite and the Amorite and the Hitchite and the Perizzite and the Havite and the Jebusite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go up in your midst. Lest I consume you on the way. For you are a stiff-necked people. And when the people heard this bad news. They mourned. And no one put on his ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses. Say to the children of Israel. You are a stiff-necked people. I could not come up into your midst in one moment and consume you. I could come up into your midst in one moment and consume you. Now therefore take off your ornaments that I may know what to do to you. So the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by by Mount Oreb. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp. Far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting which was outside the camp. So it was whenever Moses went out of the tabernacle that all the people rose. And each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle. That the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle.
0: Thank you, babes. But his, his servant, Joshua, son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Children of the tabernacle, sons of the tabernacle, I want to share with you. The situation that was happening in Israel at this time was one of the worst, worst, worst situation in all Israel's histories. It took place when Moses went upon Mount Horeb, Mount Sinai. It depends what you want to call it. Stand up. I feel like prophesying over you this morning. Stand up. Holy Father God, let all the goodness that you have for joy come to her this year. Whatever the enemy is planning for her, give her strength to go through them. Give her strength to war a good warfare and get on the other side of victory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace that was on Moses and Joshua and Aaron be on you. May the grace that come to Jesus Christ be on you. And make you succeed. There's a hurdle to climb. And you will climb it, said the Lord. There's a river to cross and you will cross it, said the Lord. Pains will come, but I will stand with you, said God, and you will know that I am the Lord. Whatever I take you through, it will be for your making. It will be for your making. For remember, remember, I called you for this day, for this purpose. Amen. Hallelujah first time in Israel history. I think that's what I said. It was time Moses went on top of Horeb to get the first ten commandments. Joshua, his servant, who served him so well, the young man that we just talked about was with him even then. That was the beginning of Joshua's ministry too. And Joshua and Moses heard, not through his ear, firstly, something happening down there. Because God called to him and tell him that something was happening in the camp. And God tell him exactly the kind of situation that he's going down to face. Arm to face. Sometimes it's good to be at a place where God can begin to say something to you. Before it happened, you're at a place where you begin to hear, see God saying something to you before it happened, or while it's taking place, and you're not there. And God said to him, "Get up now, get up now." That is in Exodus thirty-two. Get up now and go down, for and God said, "For your people, God never said my people, but your people have corrupt themselves." On his way down, he picks up Joshua. For Joshua never go where Moses is. He's always there that if Moses need any help, he can immediately go up to where God is and Moses and serve Moses there. And when he picked Moses up, um, Joshua up, Joshua said to him, Moses, there's a sign of war in the camp. There's a shouting of victory in the camp. And Moses said to him, Son, this is not the sound of war. And this is not the sound of victory that you hear. It's a singing of a different type. Eh? Coming to that place where you can begin to discern. Where you can begin to discern what God is saying in the spirit world. And we have to grow and be sensitive to the leading of the spirit and to the voice of God. That when God is speaking, we don't make mistakes. When it's war, we know that it's war. Hello? When it's war, we know it's war. When it's good worship, we know what it is. Whatever is happening, we need to be at the place where we can identify what's happening however from there they went down and they found exactly what's happening the golden calf that Aaron has built it is there we are now where Moses in his anger he decided and he speaks out and tells the people you can go to your promised land if you like You can expect all the victory that I promise you, but I personally will not be going with you. There was a distress in the camp, distress in the camp. And when that kind of thing happened, what they always do, you have to understand You have to understand that when it says he moved the tent, it's not talking about the tabernacle itself that has the, those things that you know was in the tabernacle. That's not the tabernacle he's talking about. It's a different tent. He would move outside and place it somewhere and there he would go and meet with God. So he pitched that tent outside. and When he pitched that tent outside, the people understand that God means business. Moses is going to communicate with God. Right? And the Bible said they all stood at their tent door and looked. And while they were looking, they noticed Moses went inside the tent. And the glory of the Lord come back. Now if. If it wasn't gone it wouldn't come back. It was lifted. When the golden calf. Began to be celebrated. And people saying these are the gods. That take you out of Egypt. So the glory of God was. Had departed. Lifted. But when Moses went inside. Of the tent. The glory of of God, the cloud begin to descend and come back slowly in front of the tabernacle. And there it said, God spoke to Moses face to face as a, as a man speak to another man. Speak to Moses. Now, when Moses was finished, put that scripture back for me, please. Right at the end. Put it right back at the end. Yes. And when God finished. The Bible said. And Moses moved. From the tent. And went back to the camp. But Joshua. His servant. A young man. Make a conscious decision. A conscious decision that he was staying inside of the tent. I want you today to make a conscious decision in your heart with God and determine with Him where you want to be. Not physically. Where you want to be spiritually with him this year. I want you to make a conscious decision. A conscious decision. Whether you're going to stay in the tabernacle or the presence of God this year. Moses moved out of the tabernacle. But God was still in the tabernacle. God was still there. And Joshua decided I am making a conscious decision that I am staying inside of the tent. Regardless of what's happening, I will stay in the tent. Regardless of what's happening in the family line. Regardless what's happening in your heart. Regardless of what's happening in the church. Regardless of the turmoil of this nation. I want you to make a conscious decision. That you will stay inside. Inside the tent. Sometime we become. We give up too early, too easily. We need to get our heart set, fixed. That's why I love to read Psalms 108. He said, oh Lord, my heart is fixed on you. Set, fixed on you. Fixed. in the tent. I want to go through a couple of things before I stop. What a place to be. It's where God is. It might not be always pleasant for you. For God leading is so different sometimes. It might not be the place that you desire to be all the time. But if God is in there, you're going to stay there. If you want victory at the end, you're going to make a decision. I'm staying there. Number one, why? Because, in spite of what is happening, it's a place of rest. In spite of what is happening on the outside, the turmoil, the fight, the wars are going on. It's a place of rest. Because He will give you rest, He will give you peace in your heart. That place is a place of peace. The storms might be raging. Wars and turmoils of war. But it's peace. I'm going to conquer. I'm going to overcome because of the peace of God. Peace. The peace. Let me hear you say peace. Peace. Peace with God. And I don't think anybody make it more clear than the apostle Paul in Romans 5 and verse 1. Being Justified by faith. Satisfied by faith. Justified by faith. We have peace. And You need to find that peace in God and stay in God in spite of what is happening. Find the peace of God that come through faith and stay on board. He decide. I'm staying here. Moses has gone out, but God is still in the tent. I'm staying inside the tent. Number two. There's confusion everywhere. Total confusion was in Israel. Every man against Moses, and Moses. In fact, from the time of Aaron building the golden calf until that time, his name was not mentioned anymore. God had him and disciplined. You don't do that kind of thing and get on top and standing in front of the congregation. God had him and discipline. He never come back until about thirty-five in this said chapter. Out of place, discipline him, him stay there. And God is not afraid to discipline you. Any one of us. And you ready? He disciplined Miriam. He disciplined Aaron. He disciplined anybody. Especially when you don't know how to control your mouth and you're yapping and killing everybody with your mouth. God can discipline you as he did to Miriam. Fine we disrespect God so much these days we don't have no respect anymore for those in charge or those God put over you and even for your brothers and sisters that you walking with every day you can love them today and you can criticize them tomorrow and you do you just do how you want. But be careful one of these day God may call you in for a personal meeting as he did with Miriam just call him he said and the thing about to hear this let me stray a little Moses Aaron and Miriam none of them knew that God was listening and this is something we need to understand that God listened into our conversation Moses did not know what they were saying about him. But they were having their little meeting one side. Until Moses. God called Moses and said look. Would you get Aaron and Miriam. Your brother and your sister. And tell them to come to a personal meeting. I wonder why I've gone down this road here. You know, it's a good day. Eh? He said, call them for me, for a personal meeting. And when God come down in the same cloud, God said to them, weren't you not afraid to criticize Moses as you were doing it just now? Didn't you have the fear of God in you when you were doing it just now? Didn't you afraid that I might get angry and do something? Miriam began to cry. You know those people who cry before you lick them? (laughs) Uh And And God said to Moses, he said to Moses, he said, listen to me. Moses, hold up his hand to God and say, God, what is it you're going to do? God said, I'm going to do exactly what I do to anyone else. And he'd look around and there was leprosy and Miriam. Yeah? Your brother and your sister are your brothers and sisters. I don't know why I've gone into this bit here. It will well be important to you who are listening to me. They said, Lord, spare her, give her a chance. And God said, I'm putting her in the at the back bench for seven days. Maybe that's where those old-time Christians get it from. God said, put her in the camp. Put her outside the camp for seven days. And in seven days I'll test her and if if her leprosy is gone then she can march again and let me tell you something brothers and sisters when things like that begin to happen in the church the whole nation of israel stood still because their journey not a little level leveled, leveled the whole lamp and sometimes we don't understand what we are doing and what we are killing off each other and we are bringing the church Hey, to stand still, wake up church, wake up church, repent. If you're doing it and turn to the Lord God Almighty. Seven days time I will visit her and test her and if she's okay, she can march. But you remain still. So Miriam was shut out of the camp. Who's so good up there for seven days? Must be Kendra up there, eh? and the people did not journey till Miriam was brought in again. Brothers, you must understand. Sisters, you must understand this. It's important. We are one body. We are one people. And anything is happening inside one, it affects all of us, and we need to be careful very very careful a place of rest a place of rest 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 a place of peace as i said away from the confusion away from the confusion that was happening outside he make a conscious decision I will not be a part of the confusion. I will not be a part of what is happening. Let me stay in the tent It's the safest place to be, a place with God. A place with God and the young man Depart not from the tabernacle. Depart not from the presence of God. What a place to be in. What a place to be in. In the presence of God. And like I said, it's never always the most pleasant place sometimes. But my God is the safest place. It's the most secure place. To be. Hallelujah. We have to learn what it is and how we can live in this world. Christian people. And not be defiled by the world. That we can live in this world. And be untouched. With the things that God don't like. And it's, a, it's not easy. James says something in the book of James. James chapter 1, 26, 27. Let's see what he's talking about. What true religion is all about. He used the word religion. He said true religion and undefiled is this. If anyone among you think he is religious and does not bridle his tongue. But deceives his own heart. His, this one religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the father is this. To visit the orphans and widows in their trouble. And to keep oneself unspotted. Unspotted. To keep yourself unspotted. And for that to happen to you, you must learn to sit with God. You must understand to remain in the tent, in the presence of God. And keep yourself pure. Keep yourself pure. Pure. What decision are you making sitting there right now? Is it to remain in the presence of God? Are you choosing that place with him above anything else? Hello? Hello? Are you making a conscious decision of what you're going to do with your own life? Are you going to be abiding in God? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Are you thinking of abiding in the shadow of the Almighty? what a decision for a young person to decide learning how to live in the presence of god remaining in the tabernacle remaining where god can be felt where god can be seen where there's no confusion he made that decision as a young person. I'm going to put God first. For God, I'm putting my life on the line to stay with you. There's going to be an alignment with you this year. As from now, this is something that you have, you must do to align yourself with God. And say, God, this is where I want to go. Aligning myself with Him consciously. Hallelujah. Align myself with Him for my future life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bow your heads, please. sitting where you are, I want you to make a decision in your heart, a conscious one. I'm going to remain in the tent. I'm staying in the tent. I'm not coming out of this tent. This is where God in his presence. In his presence. That's where I want to where I want to be. and That's where I'm going to be. I praise you, Father. Raise those hands as I pray for you. Lord, bring me in line with yourself. Take away anything and everything else that you do not like. And allow me to walk in the light of the Holy Spirit. Allow me, Father God, help me not to choose to be like others, to make a choice to be myself where I want to be and who I'm going to be with make it the one like Joshua did consciously saying I remain in the tent let the confusion outside continue whether it's in my family, it's my own life, it's in the nation I don't want to be mixed up with it I want to be on the side of God I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.